are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. To another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Chat, you got to let me know: is my audio messed up? Do you hear me twice, or is it is it sound good to you? I think it sounds a little soft. By the way, I have to make mine a little louder. Good. All right. Um, I don't know what's happening. All of a sudden, my microphone, my audio is getting mixed in with Sarge's channel on the actual podcast. So, Sarge, can you say something? Hi. Hi there. <laughs> All right. I just want to make sure that we can both hear me and Sarge at the same time, and his microphone sounds pretty good. All right. You might have to raise up Sarge in just a second. Let me, uh, let me adjust here for a second. Raised up the microphone. All right, we're good. All right. All right, guys. Welcome back to another week of another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Join me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. You can follow him. That, that's not how you raise your mic up, Sarge. That's not. That's oh, not. You have to. I, right, there, right there you go. Um, right there. On today's show, on today's show, we're going to be talking about console prices, speculatively. We're going to be talking about the PlayStation uh is it, it might not do 4k it might do fake 4k we'll talk about that we're gonna be talking about the xbox specs we're gonna be talking about the xbox series s how it fits into this we're gonna be talking about the xbox is or microsoft is letting you excuse me use one sign in now across the board we're gonna talk about the xbox rumored one s upgrade maybe potentially seeing from a, a picture from a target employee uh, we're going to talk about Destiny's data. Now, th this is a weird story, and we're going to talk about it when we get closer to it. We're going to talk about Destiny's this week in Bungie. We're going to talk about Disney Star Wars uh, games that were canceled. There's a lot of Star Wars games that were canceled. We're going to talk about that and maybe, you know, why. Why it was canceled. And then we're going to go into Marvel. We got some... Uh, I, I did a deep fake movie last night I showed in my stream. We're going to show that today. Um, someone took Tobey Maguire and Kristen Dunst's... Uh, faces deep faked them into the spider-man game so we'll show that on stream um we're going to talk about the marvel characters lots of were um seen and and shown data minds per se we're gonna get sarge's thoughts and and talk about the characters going forward what we're looking for and then we're going to talk about marvel factions right we're going to talk about our experience playing the beta because sarge didn't play it last show and this past week he did play it this past weekend so we're going to talk about that all on today's episode. All right, Sarge, what have you been playing? Have you anything? Have you been playing? Because I'll tell you what. Marvel. Marvel all last weekend. All right, but did you play anything, anything else after that? Marvel Marvel all last weekend, and then I did homework for Destiny. Oh, the Destiny, yeah. I, yeah, I did homework for Destiny. I'm, I'm struggling, really. I, I don't know why, but I'm struggling. I don't know what game to play. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't know what. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm completely baffled by why I don't want to play a game. I'm like, 
grasping like ah, i don't really want to play this i guess i'll play it i really want no, to play it's, marvels it's, no no all you're you're just you just know you just know that if, if you get involved in anything at all anything at all in nine days or ten days you're gonna be like you're gonna drop it like a, a rock so it doesn't matter right so you don't, you don't want to start anything so you have to go to your game pass your magical game pass and play any one of those little golf game fall guys anything to keep you busy until then that's it right you well, can't start anything well i i thought about this i was like okay uh i got i got gifted assassin's creed and i was like maybe i'll play assassin's creed but the morning streams i have to i have to be honest the morning streams have been crazy right because i'm not the only ones obsessed with marvel avengers there's hundreds of people that come in throughout the throughout my morning stream not at the same time but there's, I, I got up to like 70 and 80. I broke 100 last week with people interested in, in coming in to just listen to people talk about the game, right? It's a weird place in the directory right now, in the Marvel directory, because there's people saying they're playing the game and they're actually not playing the game. It's a rerun. They're showing their footage or whatever. The first week, it didn't happen, the first beta. But people saw me talking about it. And then next week, this past week, people came into the directory, started showing their, their footage and then pretending they were actually playing it. So pretty, uh, pretty dodgy. But, uh, and then I had someone come in today, tell me, hey, you need to change your title. You're not playing the game. I was like, my title doesn't say I'm playing the game. Like, I don't understand. It says one day left until beta. That just, that's, that's all it says, right? So I, it's, it's a weird space right now, but we're not getting into Marvels yet. Marvels at the, at the tail end, because Marvel is the new destiny. For me, the talking point of Marvel is the new destiny. So that's where we're at. All right. So console prices, console prices. Let me let me bring up the uh, the first story here. And guys, if you, I want I want to put this out. I, I appreciate everyone that submits stories. Just make sure you submit the stories in the right spot. And just because I don't use your story on the podcast doesn't mean I don't like it. It just means it doesn't fit in our in our show for today. You know, and if I don't pick it up here, I might talk about it on the GXG micro episode, or we might talk about it on a, on a previous episode, or I might not talk about it at all because I just don't feel like there's enough to talk about, right? So, all right. So let's talk about PlayStation um, and, the, and the console. We'll talk about PlayStation first before we get to the, the actual console prices. So right now, there's an article that I'm talking about that the PlayStation 5 struggles with 4K gaming, except to see, expect to see 4K games. Now, it says we should expect some real 4K fakery with both the next-gen consoles are here, okay? So they're not just saying Microsoft or PlayStation. Microsoft might deal with the same stuff. But the PlayStation 5 seems like it's going to struggle with 4K, and the gamers might be disappointed by some major third-party games with fake 4K, okay? So in a tweet, it says one-third, I'm going to hate one of three. I'm going to hate myself later responding to this, and I can't feel if people are attracted to a sort of topic or horrible toxic, but... A lot of people are misinterpreted what I said, which is partially my fault. Of course, the Resident Evil 8 will run fine on launch, and it was never a question by me. Okay, number two on the on the on the page it says, but people should get ready for a really uh, really real possibility that PlayStation 5 is going to end up being the more expensive console between the two. And I'm trying not to say that much here, as I ask to not prepare yourself, which does not put Xbox X in the in the position it will be in. Okay, and this is from uh, AKA Dusk Gloom on Twitter. Um, page three, he says the less expensive and more powerful console you I used on Resident Evil Eight 
as an example, but I've heard from other devs on the PlayStation 5 struggles with 4K games in particular, so you'll see a lot of fake 4K. That doesn't matter so, uh, too much so, uh, but get ready for that as well. Xbox X doesn't have the same problem. So they're saying Xbox X uh, can run the 4K, and they're saying that the, the new PlayStation is struggling. Now, I wish they would just come out with any of this stuff, because over the last eight months, we've heard that the PlayStation's overheats, We've heard the Xbox is not as powerful. We've heard the PlayStation's not as powerful. Now we're hearing this. What do you think, Sarge? What do you think of all of this garbage, all this trash it, that goes it's around? It's what it is. Okay, well, in, instead of focusing on the facts that you know, they have you focus on the rumors that may be. Because the rumors that may be, people can fight over for no reason because they don't know if they're facts. But it keeps the conversation going. Right. So I don't like when it gets this convoluted and no one can actually discuss any kind of facts about the system. But if we follow what's happened after every other release of a console, right. We know that we know that either uh not either, but we know that number one, there's always a game that comes out that looks amazing, but it's just pure shit, purely for the spectacle of watching what the system can do. Right. Okay. Then we always have the inevitable, the system's great, except that a certain percentage blow up your house, or they, they burn your cat, or the disc shoots out of the drive, or whatever whatever little inconvenience that's, that's in the low percentages, because right. machines are machines, and then that will be a, ta a talking point. The specs, we know, okay? At least we know the specs. Now, not knowing whether it's true 4K or not is not really an argument, because as soon as the system hits the shelf, the crazy guys who review hardware are going to be all over it. They're going to rip it apart. Digital and you're going to know. Yeah. And you're going to know. You're going to know like 72 hours. They're going to put that machine through. They're basically going to waterboard the fucking system. <laughs> okay. They're, they're, they're going to put that machine through all the paces possible and let you know, like, this is what it is. Right. This right. is what it does. Right, and so if they want to say that it's it's fake 4K or we don't know if it can handle fake 4K, you know what? I don't care because I know I know right now that there's enough people who are into hardware that I'm going to know the answer in 72 hours of the games of, of the console's release. Maybe, maybe in even 72 sooner. hours, I will know. Maybe I will know sooner. exactly what that's what that machine can do. So I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. What I'm concerned about is can I get a fucking price? Okay, right. I just want a price because I want to know if I'm buying two systems before the end of the year <laughs> or just one system before the end of the year. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I got some money put away because I squirrel. All right. And I know better than to wait until two months before a system comes out and then go, I can't afford this. I'm a gamer, but I can't afford this. Well, it's time for you to put your money away and, and save up for the damn system. It's not like it's clockwork. Every five years, every five years, get a system. And if, and if they don't come out every five years, you're lucky. Keep putting that money away. And when they do release the system, you are got you got the badass system right out the gate. Right. All right. So here's the price, right? We have a price point um, right now, speculatively, right? Apparently, the Xbox X will cost, I'm sorry, the Xbox Series X will cost $499. Okay, speculatively. Okay, take it with a grain salt, chat. Don't don't take our word for it. We're just reading stuff that other people write. Okay, um, so four ninety nine for the Xbox Series X, the Xbox Series S, 
uh, will be a two ninety nine. Okay, the PlayStation One version, like whatever, there's two versions, disc and no disc. The PlayStation will be four ninety nine, and then the disc drive will be three ninety nine. Okay, now to throw another wrench into this 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 uh, equation here. Okay, there was a shot of Xbox uh, or a, a Target employee taking a picture, and I'll bring it up on I'll bring it up on stream. Okay. Yesterday, last night in my stream, I showed it and I was like, I don't understand what this is. And then I didn't really realize what I was looking at until I saw I read the article and then saw it. So I'm going to bring it up. This is a a picture of a target. Now, I looked at it and I went, is that Photoshopped? Is that like, is that is that Photoshopped in there? And I was like, no, it doesn't look like it's Photoshopped. It's, it looks like legit. But it, it doesn't say series. It says Xbox One S, one terabyte version two. What they're speculating now is that, look, Microsoft doesn't care if you buy a new system. They don't. They just want you to get Game Pass. That's what they're doing, right? If you get a new system, cool. But well, it, well because, because of the recent cross-play, yes. Right. So they're saying, why would they be getting new products in of the old Xbox One, right? This is still, and they're, they're bringing the, I have an S, they're bringing a new S, okay, Xbox One S version two. Now, it's at two ninety nine, which is the same price point potentially as the Series S that comes out at two ninety nine, which is not supposed to have a disc. It's supposed to be no disc, right? So now you look at it and go, well, it's not as powerful as the Series X. It has the same CPU but doesn't have the same GPU and it might be a less hard drive or, or, or whatever for 299. And that's, I think what Microsoft wants you to buy, right? Cause most people don't even own a 4k television, right? I can start going into numbers, right? There's only 42 million people that own an Xbox out of those 42 million people, maybe 1% own an actually 4k television. You know what I'm saying? And then the ones that think they own a 4k television, don't have a true 4K television, right? There's a difference. There's a 4K television. There's like a true 4K television, right? And people don't know the difference. They sell, They just buy that. Like, oh, I got that on sale. That's what I got. It's a 4K, right? And that's 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 fine, fine and dandy. How do I how do I know if I got a 4K television? It there's there's a way to tell, right? There's there's 4K. There's real 4K. There's fake 4K, and then there's there's ultra 4K. But if I'm but if I, but if I'm not getting like a 4K signal sent to my house. How do I know my TV can handle 4K? Well, I, most people wouldn't know a... because, because there's no content at 4K. You, you, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That, that, even, that's even, what I'm getting at. Even the multimedia companies haven't even switched over to 4K yet. So video games, anyway, why, why would they do this? Why do you think they would be putting an Xbox One S version up when there's new systems coming out, right? Okay, so... When I look at something like this, a lot of times retail stores don't have, I guess, the techno verbiage to put the stuff into the computer correctly, right? So somebody reads it off the inventory sheet you think this and is they a, write down. So you don't think this is an Xbox One. You think this is an Xbox Series S. What, what, well, because it says version two. Right, version right? two of the if, Xbox if, if, One S. Right, so a version two of the Xbox One S would be the next rendition of it, which would be the Series X. No, that's that's, that's, a, that's a brand that's new. That's how that's a brand new. That's how 
Yeah, but that's how that's how you would look at it as someone who ha- who owns a retail store and is putting shit in inventory. No, like because, to you, it's just an Xbox. Well, no, because it's just an Xbox. The PlayStation, what's it called? The PlayStation Slim came out. That's what it was called. Yeah. It was called the PlayStation Slim, which was a yeah. version of just the PlayStation, right? It was like version yeah. two or three or whatever it was. No, well, the only difference the only difference here is there's no series. The word series is missing. Otherwise, it's the Correct. same shit. Well, could this be? Uh, this be so it doesn't leak. Maybe they just put one S version two, and okay. it is an Xbox so, Series S. So let's let's go along with that thought process. So what you're believing is, even though it's technically a leak, that the people at at Target are maliciously putting fake names in. Okay, no, no, so no. It tricks. So it tricks. It, it, you can't figure out if the actual inventory item is coming in is a real item or just a placeholder, and they can't even stock shelves or find something for me at any time. And you think that they're sneaking around doing this shit? So it, when it gets out on the web, people get confused <laughs> about what's releasing or not. They're not that savvy, bro. They're not that savvy. Target is getting something in. They put it in the inventory. They got to give it a name. Like the Xboxes are coming, I gotta put it in the computer. So what is the name this time? And well, he gets he gets the list, and it says like this huge ass name. It says Microsoft Xbox Series X One version. And he's like, I'm not putting all that shit in there. I'm not typing all that shit. So I'm gonna put in what I feel like putting it in. I know what it is. It's in my fucking store, and that's what it is. It says version two. So the S already came out. There is no more version two. We know that because they stopped manufacturing all of it. All of it stopped being manufactured. Right, right, so another right. version of the S, another version of the S is the Xbox Series S. I, I mean, I hear okay? you. I hear you. Right? And the price point looks pretty damn close it's the exact to same. what we're talking about. Yeah, it's the exact right. same. Right. So, so I, it, you know, I don't even know. What is the price right now of an Xbox Series, or I'm sorry, Xbox One S right now in stores? Is it? Is it? You know what? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't even know. I, don't I haven't even, even looked. I looked up. I haven't even looked at Chat, one. Does anybody? Does anybody know what the actual price of an Xbox One S right now? I mean, I'll, I'll look okay. it up. No. I mean, I think. I, I, listen, if it was a listen, if it was a placeholder, an S is three ninety nine, not an X, not an X. One dollar, Bob. Okay, one dollar. <laughs> Charged. I listen. If it was it's a placeholder, it's two fifty. If if it was a placeholder, then why bother? Yeah. Leave it in the just leave it leave leave the old system in there and just leave it sit there and be a placeholder for whatever you need it to be. Change the SKU number. I like how everyone's got different numbers. <laughs> That's because they're in a different they're in a different country. They're in a different, of course, you got a different price. It's a different country. Chat, you're not helping. It, you're not helping. Hang on, stealth, stealth. Is that in the metric system? Hang on. Is that, is that you're using the metric system when you when you add up that money? Okay, wait a minute. Three ninety nine, three. You can't put links, Duplass. You can't put links. Uh, three three ninety nine for that? No, no, two ninety nine. He corrected himself. He put arrows under his own correction to make sure that you stood at the, you stood at his number correction. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious, Duplass. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, there's a there's a lot of stuff going on here with with. What, why right, well, why does it have to be this way? Just tell us the fucking price. Just tell us the well, fucking what? price. How how badly how badly a jump can Microsoft get over on Sony if they hold out to the last week before they release a price? Like what? Buck, what's the, what, what, what's happening right now? Buck's what's happening right now? Get it for us for fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. <laughs> Buck, if it's off the back of a truck, I'm in, bro. Anything off the back of the truck, I want. Uh, yeah, just 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 ask. What what do you need? What color? What color would you want? Do you want different different type of color of of, of Xbox? 
Yeah, well, I, just, I want I the I want, I want the black panels. I want the black panels for the PlayStation. I know that. I don't want no white. I don't want any white console in my house. All right. So I'm bringing up the next the, the specs now for the Xbox Series S. Right. The Xbox Xbox Series S specs leak. How powerful is the Microsoft budget next gen console? And that's what we're going to check out here. Okay, with the launch of the next generation and PlayStation Xbox Series X console getting more closer, more details and rumors are gradually leaking and about the specs and performance of the uh, the anticipated machines. Okay, so the, re the reveal brought both positive and negative news for the considering the Xbox Series S. The good news is that the CPU is reported to be the same. Uh, an 8-core AMD Zen 2 CPU. Are you, guys, are you guys ready? This is where we should get a girl to say this and speak in slow terms because... Some people would get really like geek talk here. An eight core AMD Zen 2 CPU able to, to run 3.8 gigahertz and the RAM will be a GDD R6 in both machines. And both will include a PCIe 4.0 solid state drive for storage. However, though, uh, hoping that the budget 4K gaming are likely to be disappointed as a lower uh, cost machine is believed to have much reduced graphics power more suited for a 1440p gaming uh okay so while both machines will use the rdna2 based amd chips the xbox series x is expected to have less than half the computer uh units and the xbox series x 20 c uh cus compared to the 52 cus which will be running a slightly slower speed at 1.55 gigahertz compared to the 1.825 gigahertz in addition to the xbox series s will reportedly Feature less RAM with 10 gigabytes version or versus a 16 gigabyte verse um, in the Xbox Series X. Whether both sets of RAM will run the same speed is not yet known. Similar to the size and speed of the solid state drives, the lower price console is unknown, which suggests it may be either slower or reduce the capacity compared to the flagship machine. So where, okay, where, well, do, you where do you think this fits in, in this? It's a no disc right no disc it's all digital right supposedly a, a, a no disc system that has less ram is for people who want to play games but don't care about the hardware it's a casual gamer it's someone that wants to have a game in the house because they're going to see the value of game pass and they're going to say that's cool to have in the house it's worth it right that's what that is right right people who are hardcore gamers people who want less it, the, the only reason why you go out and buy another system is because you want to see the best tech there is to have and what games they make for it. Otherwise, you don't give a shit, right? I'll just keep playing the same shitty games that I have on whatever systems I have right. laying around the house, right? If you're if you're if you're a fly by night gamer or a casual gamer, you'll whip out a Wii or play play fucking sixty four, whatever whip you got in the house Wii. to play. You oh. you you right? You'll you'll play whatever you have. Sorry. But if you come out with a whole brand new system, you want to play the the best system possible. So. It comes out with less RAM. Listen, if it comes out with less RAM and, and, and it runs a little slower, like once again, I want the machine that's going to do the best possible job for whatever games are coming out. Now, the problem I have, and once again, this comes up every week, and I'm going to drill it into everybody's head, is if Microsoft is playing this game where one system's stronger, one system's a little bit light, but still strong, don't worry, and, this, and then, then you have the baby system, the baby system's for you can put in your kid's crib, and he can get Game Pass when he turns two. Like, that kind of the brackets of, of systems. Are the games going to run the same? Is it like a PC now? Is each of those block brackets of systems, like me turning up the resolution on the, in the PC settings? I want the I want ultra settings. That's the badass system. I want normal settings. That's the S. 
and then the other baby system that comes out the lock heart the little baby thing that doesn't we don't even know what that does yet it could be a fucking switch for all we know right, right? is that the way it's going to be broken down because for me I want the game to be the game. I want to see the best possible graphics on that hardware. I don't care if it starts to smoke on top of the goddamn counter when it when it's running the game, like <laughs> so you know it's working. I, right? Whatever whatever's gonna happen to the system, let's see it. Right? The fact that they're making different brackets of systems says to me that they're trying to capture as many people as possible to have a system in the house and to acclimate to games however you see fit. Because you don't have to buy a system, says Microsoft. Number one, you got crossplay, right? And then we told everybody well, not we cross said it cross gen. We said a couple cross no no crossplay. You said I could play on any I could play on any any of my systems, right? I could play on an iPad or my phone or whatever else. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about Project X Cloud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So with that in the picture, I released this on Microsoft. I released three systems and I go, here they are, brand new systems. Right, buy whatever you, guys you want. Can, you buy whatever you want, and they just sit back and they wait. They don't even they don't even advertise it. They just say, "Hey, there they are." All right, because you don't have any games that are saying that are, are. This is the reason to buy the system. Right, right. That's not that's not their sales call. Their sales ploy is buy the system if you can, if you want to buy it. It'll be buy the best system on the market. Hundred games you on buy, Game Pass. Right. right. We have we have all these games on Game Pass. You get to do whatever you want. Right. And then when those games start to come out, when those bad boy games start to come out, we have the best system for that game. Right? right, they're not playing the game where I'm releasing a system and this game goes with the system. They're not playing that game anymore. They're playing the 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 passive aggressive. You know, for me, I'm getting the badass system. I want the disc drive. I want the high powered system. And, and if there's a pro version of that system, I'm buying that one. I don't care. I want yeah. the best possible system. I, However, but because there's no games, the priority for me to buy it day one isn't there. Like I don't care if the system comes out. Right. The only thing that's going to make you want to buy it is when they start to say in the media that, oh, there's not enough systems to go around for this Christmas. Right. <laughs> and they start yeah. they start yeah. saying shit like that. And everybody goes out and rushes and bum rushes the stores right. Right. to buy an Xbox Series X for six hundred dollars. Allegedly, they're going to rush out and buy a six hundred dollar system because they think they're not going to be able to get it. And then they put it in their house. They scream victory. And there's not a fucking game to be had to play on your six hundred dollar system. Because there isn't. It's just a bunch of games to play while we wait for the system to make games. Cool. I, I get it. I, I think here, here let, me, let me paint a scenario for you. That last story we did about the Target, I think that might be true. I think that might be the Series S version 2. And you're like, well, why would they make that? They would make it because if the Xbox Series S comes out, and it is the same price or maybe lower because it's been rumored that's 250, right? 249. Okay. If they place that at 249, but yet they have this series version and then they have the Series X, the higher version, like that's the game we want. If you're a gamer, right? If you're a hardcore gamer, you're going to get that. Everybody else, and I'm talking about everybody else that's on Black Friday, that's out the door and the doors are, and they only open one door and everyone's bum rushing through like it's a game of Fall Guy. Okay. As, they're, as you're pulling through the door, Okay, and you're running through. That's the people that are going to buy the, the cheaper system, right? Because you're like, I don't have $600, but I do have $300 in my pocket right now. And then you're like, well, what do I get? Do I get the Xbox Series S with a no disc? <clears throat> it comes with Game Pass. I don't know if it comes with Game Pass. I'm just <clears throat> I'm painting a scenario. Let's say it comes with Game Pass three months, right? So then every console they sell of the S, no disc, discless, 
ridiculous, right? Comes to your house and it has Game Pass right when it starts. And then they get hooked on it, right? Here's the sample. Here's your sample. Buy the console. Here's Game Pass for free. A month, two months, three months, whatever it is. Okay? And at the end of those three months, you're like, oh, man, that's, that's amazing. I played... They have all these games for this price, right? I have a new, I have a new system. I have the S. There's no disc. Now I have to buy my games from them directly. There's no other place to go. You're not going to GameStop. You're not going to buy it off eBay. You're not having a friend come over and download something for it. It's but you see the shop. but you but you right. see it but you see the transition right? Yeah. They make two systems. The old people like me, I want a disc drive, right? Everybody else is like, games come from the fairies, and they just games download. That's it, right? I don't need to buy discs anymore. So, so hundred percent digital. So hundred percent digital. I think if they do bring out that version two Xbox Series, that's a it's a ploy, right? It's like, well, this is cheaper than this console. Right for fifty bucks more, and you get disc, and you get the same, I and you get the disc. same stuff. Right, I get the disc. I get I get Game Pass. I get a disc. They're selling newer versions of the Xbox Series S, or I'm sorry, the the Xbox One S, or you get the cheaper version of the newer console, but it has no disc, and then they have you because now they have you in their Microsoft Store. They have you in the Game Pass thing. You can't get out. Right. The only way you can get out is take the box and chuck it out the window because you have to buy yeah. another system to go buy a disc to put it in your system, right? I think yeah. this is a way, and Microsoft has the money to make the consoles because it's no loss to them. They'll make the S and be like, yeah, great. Here's this. Here's the one S version two. Yeah, great. You buy it. We make money. We make 10 Listen, bucks off of between, it. Between the accessories and those hard drive sticks that we're going to have to buy, you yes. know that's coming. Oh yeah, well okay. we saw them. We saw them in the back right. of the thing. Yeah, right. we we the proprietary hard, the proprietary uh, storage. We already know, right? They're fine. Okay, they're going to be fine. This is just the nicest way for a company to say, "Okay, guys, it's the last big hurrah. You can buy a system with a disk drive, or you can man up and be like the rest of the world and stop buying discs and just buy digital. Like we're all going to buy digital eventually right. anyway." Right, those are your options. This is the nicest way to do it because I can guarantee you the next rendition down the road isn't having a disc at all. It's going to be welcome to our world. It's digital. We own it all, and you're leasing it from us. That's how it's going to end up being. Right, the, uh, Water Bear. We went over all the specs. <clears throat> we just went off all the specs for the Xbox Series X. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna repeat that uh, I, I, again. <clears throat> all right, so. We went over the Xbox, Xbox. Okay, so Xbox is also letting you sign in multiple devices, okay? Which I know people are like, well, what's the big deal? Well, Xbox will soon let you play, uh, let players sign in to multiple devices at one time. Like right now, if I logged into my account on my phone, it logs me out of my Xbox. If I go to my, my computer, it logs me out of my phone and logs me out. Pretty soon, you're going to be able to log in and it'll be one, one account for all, all right? So Xbox, Phil Spencer have big ambitions for Project xCloud, and the video game streaming service allows players to log in and play games from the Android devices, eventually on other screens like computers and perhaps smart TVs. But with the idea of the Xbox content being able to be used in multiple pages, the possible is needed to use the account at the same time becomes more uh, of a reality. So Xbox is changing its ways and fixes it. As of the day, this article is being written, which was three days ago. Uh... 
Xbox account has logged into its time by according to the Windows Central report, Microsoft will be lifting restrictions and players can be logged into multiple services and devices. The exact time for this when it will be allowed is not currently known, but it seems reasonable to assume that it'll be in the lineup of Project xCloud being pushed as serves alongside the next generation consoles being released. I believe it's live. It's live for me because I went to go log in and I had to log in. And it, it let me log into everything. So it's an important but thing to note. <clears throat> hold on. It's an important thing to note that about the change, the Xbox users will not be able to play games on multiple accounts at once. But there is also no issue with the with someone using Netflix on the Xbox Series X and playing Gear Tactics on the Android tablet, but not on an iPad at this time, which are fans aren't that very happy about because project x Cloud will be integrated with xbox game pass ultimate users will have hundreds of games to choose from on on uh i'm sorry from to stream and enjoy more services and more devices mean any specific xbox gamer tag should be able to log in and then what microsoft is doing as a, as the companies like apple lean towards more being isolated which is specifically microsoft will th- with not allowing Project X Cloud to be on Apple devices, Xbox has a much more open-minded than the company has focused on foreign-thinking moves. So, it, it'll be convenient for everyone. Like like you just said, you can't you can't play games while you're logged in, but you can log into multiple devices. So it's more convenient for you. Like I'm watching TV, mom comes in the room and's like, "Hey, get out of here! I want to watch I want to watch my Kardashians," and you're like, "All right, great." You just pick up your phone and you can start continuing playing and you don't have to log in because that's a pain in the fucking ass, right? Every time you're like, hold on, I gotta log yeah, in. What's my it, password? Yeah, but is it is it really that much harder to log in? Doesn't the system remember your password anyway? And you just press go. I, no, I'm, I'm well, trying to understand how convenient is this convenience? Well, what happens is, is what, what happens is like if I have an Xbox, like for instance, my son has an Xbox and I have an Xbox to sign in to give him stuff to share. I have to sign into his Xbox. When I do that, it signs me out of mine. So just to play with him, okay, I have to turn mine on, turn his on. If I put a new game on, I have to turn his on, log out of mine, log into his, download the game from my library, then log back into him, then log back onto mine. Now I can literally log in, log in, swap over, scroll down, load it, and and that's that's what it is. All right. Right. So there's okay. a lot more convenience for it. It's a pain, it's a pain in the ass. And then if you go to your phone, because they have like Xbox Smart Glass or whatever, you have to log in, and then you have to do that. And if you log in, it logs you out of your Xbox. So next time you go to your Xbox, it's asking to log in, right? Now, yes, there's an automatic feature on the Xbox that lets you log back in automatically. Some people don't use that because if you have little kids, if you have people that you don't want using your Xbox, if they turn it on, it's going to log in, and then they can play whatever game they want. Well, if you have kids like... Well, How no, dare they? Well, no, no. If you have kids like I do, like I have a kid that's five years old, I don't want him to log into my and play Grand Theft Auto, right? He has to log in under his account, and it says, "Nope, sorry, you don't have access to this game." Where if you, if mine stays logged in and it automatically logs in on my on my account, that's what it is, right? So, so I yeah, think it's good. Uh, on the EA version of that one, it just puts the little kid right into the FIFA loot box uh, theme packs. They're right there. That's where they log in. <laughs> It really goes right to there. He can land a plane. He can play GTA. I mean, he does. Uh, I'll be a bit. He does play GTA. Back in the day, he would drive the cars around. Right, he would drive the cars around because he thought that was fun. But he's not. I don't let him shoot people. I just don't let him shoot people. Um, so that's that that story there. All right. So that's the Xbox sign in, and we have the Xbox Series. Man, we just knocked down. We just knocked down a whole bunch of stories there. That's one, two, three, four, five. And then we have six. Okay. All right. So let's go to the Destiny. Let's go to Destiny here. 
That was five stories, Sarge. That was six stories in 35 minutes. That's a record. A record. We're moving. Is, is it a record? It's a record. No, I don't even. I don't even think they know what a record is. A record is a uh, large vinyl disc, <laughs> which they have for Marvel Avengers. They have the soundtrack on on a vinyl. It looks pretty cool. I might buy it, even though I don't own a record. Okay, player. so so who would that be for? Well, right. who would that who would right. that be for? Well, it's for my five year old, of course, because he knows what a record is. Right. Skippy, vinyl's coming. Vinyl's coming back because they're getting rid of disc drives. <laughs> where else are we supposed to go? If you're, if, you're, if you're taking if you're, if you're taking drives out of all the all the hardware, no consoles, no PC, no one gets a disc drive anymore. It's just downloaded stuff. Of course, you gotta go vinyl. You got rid of all other mediums. Oh, that's right, creature. That's right. Vinyls are things that people hang on walls now. That's right. I, they don't actually use them for music. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know you could play a record with a with a, a threading needle and yes. a piece of paper rolled into a cone? Yes. I did. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And you could cool. also power it with a potato. <laughs> That's well yeah, if you had a little yeah. motor, if you had yeah, a little no, motor, you otherwise you motor. just spin it. Yeah. You could yeah. just spin yeah. it. You just put a little motor yeah. and you plug it into a potato and there yeah. you go. There you go. That's that's like so clay. All right. So this is a weird story. It's a destiny story. But the reason I'm reading this, at the end I'm be like, why is this a problem? Right, I just want to know, and maybe look. Oh God, I I pay for high speed internet because I'm a streamer, and maybe some of you guys don't, and I, and I really want to know. So the story is Destiny Two uses a lot of data for daily players, says a new report. Now, why you would do a report on this, I have no idea, but they did, and this article comes from Game Rant. Okay, so although most online play doesn't have much data as streaming, uh, Netflix or YouTube does, some video games burn through a lot of users' data. While there's a bunch of video games required large data usage, Destiny 2 is particularly a bad offender. The biggest data drains come from downloading games or updates. As one might expect, when it comes to how much data users are using when they just play this game, the number of very depends on the game. Okay, but Destiny 2 players with limited data may have something to worry about, according to a new report, a telecom comparement, uh, comparison with... Uh, Okay, so with white light, uh, with whitelist, Destiny 2 requires a 300 megabyte per hour long session. So daily players that log in for two to three hour sessions daily will be using up to four to six gigs weekly and approximately 16 to 25 gigs per month. Since many people also stream videos and use the internet for other reasons, streaming taking about one to three gigabytes per hour, daily Destiny 2 players with average internet usage can see their monthly data allowance wiped out quickly within 50 to 100 gigabytes allowance. So hopefully, luckily enough, they are the ISP suspends the data caps during COVID, but not everyone has that. The report also shows that Destiny 2 is one of the highest data users, and the, and the second one is uh, Call of Duty. Okay, Destiny 2 also comes out on top by 50 megabytes per hour, which is a pretty hefty amount if people are serious about logging in a lot of time in Destiny 2. Consistently, unlimited data plan may be a good investment. Is this? Is this? A I problem? have so many questions. I, I have so many questions. Chad, is this a problem? I have so many, do you, do I, I have so many play questions. Play on like uh, like your cell phone or something. I, I mean, I, I'm being, I'm being serious. I don't understand right, why they wrote the article I will, because I I thought most people that play Destiny have high speed internet anyway. I will I will try to be civil about this. Okay, so my first question is, how is this a story? Right, Destiny's been out for six years. Anybody that's playing Destiny, okay, either has an unlimited plan or doesn't give a shit about paying the extra money 
for the giant hole of data that you're using because you play Destiny, right? right? Now, if I if I this take article, that statement, by the way, it came out three days ago. Three days ago. That's that's what I'm talking about. So, how is there some sort of giant group of people who are having problems playing Destiny now because the data usage is too much? I don't understand the story. So you're telling me after six years, everybody was fine, but all of a sudden, data usage is getting so crazy with Destiny that people just can't play it. Like this I, seems to me like a made up know. story. It's made up. It's made up. I I. I... I don't know if it's made up. Made up. I don't know if it's made up, but it does seem strange. Counter Strike. Counter Strike is also a offender of this. But who is playing? Stealth. Stealth. Okay, so let's say it's true, right? Wouldn't there be? Let, let, let's be honest now. In today's world, wouldn't there be a giant list in Reddit somewhere or Twitter? Yeah, people never, complaining. I've never, about I've never heard anybody in the Destiny community they can't play Destiny anymore because I just don't have enough data. You're telling me there's zero conversations about this. I can't play my video game because my ISP won't give me enough data. That's not a story ever. And all of a sudden, people are having problems playing Destiny and Call of Duty because their data usage is just off the fucking charts. <laughs> like that makes no sense. It makes okay, no sense. Okay. Charter is trying to bring back data caps. They filed a petitions of FCC already started in May of next year. Okay. So this article is maybe saying if they go back to the data caps, then this is going to be a problem for people like that. Well, of All, course. Right. All right, brain. All right. If, if, if then, absolutely. If then, sure. But let me ask you a question. You have, if you're, if you're a gamer and you've been playing destiny, you have had to have had, unlimited or you're paying a shitload for data both both of those are true it's one or the other now if that's the case and all of a sudden your isp comes over and goes i'm sorry using too much data i'm like well uh, that's not what my contract says my contract says i give you 75 dollars a month and i can use as much as i want right i believe that's the right. deal that we signed up for yeah. why all of a sudden how how is too much water how's that too much water going I'm using too much water. I can't leave my faucet well, on anymore. Well, I gotta. In places you can yeah. use too much water when you live in a desert and yeah. You... Come you on, bro. Come on, bro. You can't tell me all of a sudden that is a problem. We're having problems with well, data. Well, I, I think this is actually going through also because of what's happening with the beer bug, right? The beer bug's happening. Everyone's at home. So these 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 internet I don't providers. That for a second. I believe, regardless if the if the zombie's in his house or if he's at his job, he's got one of these or he's got one of these, <laughs> and he's running around online all the fucking time. So whether if you're home or using somebody else's Wi-Fi, okay, you're fucking on, okay? You're online. You're using data. So you can't tell me all of a sudden now the data is a problem because it's come out of my house. We got problems. But if I'm roaming the earth using Wi-Fi from anywhere. It's completely okay. Oh, we got plenty of data. No problems. We're, we're getting to that, Buck. We're getting to that, Buck. Um, I, I just brought this up. I saw the article, and I was like, I was like, who's, who's got data caps? If, you're, if, you're, if you know you're a gamer. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're a 10-year-old or 12-year-old, and you're like, hey, mom, dad, can I get, I want to I get this game. And they're like, yeah, sure. And then you don't tell them that you're using that much data, and they're looking at their bill going, why are we going through so much data? Did you watch Netflix yesterday? No, I haven't watched Netflix. Like they're confused parents and they don't know their son's oh. burning through the data plan because they're they're doing their daily grind in Destiny. That's no, plausible. they're they're thinking that he, no, plausible. they're thinking he's watching porn. That's what he's thinking. If you're using that much porn. data, that's a lot right? Of porn. That's porn. That's, you don't, that's you don't what need it used to, watch to be porn that long. Back in the day, that's what it used to be. Data I mean, used to be because of porn. It was a still picture. You didn't even need internet. You just had a still. 
I don't know. Data was a lot. With, when you looked at porn, man, the, the data usage went up a lot. Now you're telling me, now they're like, are you watching porn? They're like, no, dad, I'm just playing Destiny. Liar! I'm watching. Where's the porn? Yeah, I'm watching porn in 8K. Mm. 8K, dad. Mm. Can we get the 8K television? Porn, porn doesn't take that much data as Destiny 2. It's true. It doesn't. Yeah. 4K is a lot. porn is less than Destiny 2 per hour. <laughs> All right, so the next story, the next story I want to talk about is the uh, is the TWAB. Is the TWAB. Let me go to the TWAB here. All right. I can't I can't I can't, it even it doesn't register in my brain that there's a crisis all of a sudden. That, that, that there's too much data being used for destiny. I I thought maybe chat would know, maybe someone in chat has data caps and this is a problem. So I was like, let me let me bring it up. Let me bring it up. All right. So the next story is that this week in Bungie. So, long story short, Bungie is getting rid of a bunch of shit. They're getting rid of a bunch of shit. So as a no, quick they're not getting they're not getting rid of it, bro. They're putting it in the vault. Oh, I'm sorry. They're so they can bring it. it. So they can they're bring it back later. It. They're putting it in the vault. Vault. They're vaulting. Right, it. They're vaulting it like Disney. Yes. Right. right I got they don't it. get rid of stuff. Right. Okay. As a quick refresher. When year four kicks off on November 10th, Io, Titan, Mars, Mercury, Leviathan will all enter the Disney vault. I mean, sorry, the vault. Uh, and also make room for the Cosmodrome to return in Drip Feed and Europa's debut. I'm, I'm adding a couple things, guys. I'm just adding just a couple things. Since the announcement of the DCV, or the Disney copying vault system, uh, as, as I call it, we know that there'll be uh, been a lot of questions about what's going away and how the game system will evolve and reflect more dynamic nature of Destiny's future. Most questions are answered in, in the rule of thumb when the destination goes into DCV. Uh, so two, do the PVE activities and associate rewards, but there's also some edges that cause uh, causes that we want to crystal clear with players about the details. All right, so core activities... Uh, up first are the core repeatable activities of Destiny 2, Strike, Crucible. You know what? I should probably bring this up. I should probably bring this up so you guys can see it. The core activities of Strikes. This one's covered entirely by the standard vaulting rule of thumb. As the destination is vaulted, its Strikes enter the Disney copying vault. Okay, that's, that's what I'm calling it, the DCV. Okay. So, available on November 10th. Uh, I, you know what? Let's just say what's getting rid of. I don't need to tell you what's available. I'll just tell you what's, no, no, what's no, no, not no. available. Yep, yep. Okay. So moving to the vault is Io, uh, the Pyramidium, and the Festering Core. Okay. So that strikes. Those strikes are gone. Titan, Savathun's Song. That's that's gone. Mars, Strange Terrain, and Will of a Thousands. That's gone. And Mercury, Tree of Probabilities, and the Garden World. I kind of find it funny that Mercury's disappearing because out of all the content like the forest stuff to me is like the best stuff because it's pretty you know, procedurally generated you know what i mean and yeah. they could have exponentially like created something more with that but they didn't do anything with it and it just makes me laugh all right so that's the strikes okay it also says in asterisks the bottom uh destiny's devil's lair and fallen saber are coming out of the vault in year four okay so I didn't even okay. know they were in the vault, but they but they're they're there. No, they weren't in a vault, but they when you made up the vault, you could say whatever you want was in the vault. You know how that works, right? You didn't. You're, you're not saying I'm bringing it back. You you say it comes out of the vault because I just invented the vault. Right. Let me let me talk about my own game. Go ahead. All right. 
Gambit and Gambit Prime. As a reminder, Gambit and Gambit Prime will be merging into single experience when year four kicks off on November 10th. The version of Gambit will be similar to Gambit Prime as a single round face off of tweaked blockers, heavy mode strained, and some changes of the primal uh, fight. We'll give you more details on this updates before we revamp the mode goes live next season. Unlike the strikes and other PvE content, the year four Gambit playlist map selection is the best of the list and it's one of the, those edge cases we mentioned up above we felt that it's important to keep the select gambit maps in rotation for the best competitive play regardless of the destination and facility slate so moving to the uh, dcv is the cathedral of scars and kale's grave from tangle shore so dreaming city and tangle shore are leaving they're going by uh for a bit uh and then they'll be back it says note to perform maintenance on activity of gambit prime armor perks will be dis uh deprecated our arcs are exploring ways to rebalance and reintroduce some of these perks and armored mods in the future alongside these changes we'll be rotating some of the maps in dcv dcv while retaining popular arenas uh for the mode now crucible like gambit the new crucible map playlist will be uh curated best of the uh the mix will be pulled from both destiny 1 and destiny 2's legacy here's a look at the planned rotation of year four as well as the maps being vaulted so uh the mo moving to the DCV is Meltdown, Solitude, Retribution, The Citadel, Emperor's Respite, uh, Equinox, Eternity, Firebase Echo, Gambler's uh, Ruin, uh, Legends Gulch, and Valstok. So those are all going bye-bye. As of year four starts, we're also taking the opportunity to focus on Crucible experience by redu reducing the number of PvP playlists and modes of these uh, received as most play. This will increase the matchmaking pools for the remaining playlists and make it easier to find matches, well better connections, and also have full preview of Crucible changes later this season. But it's also a preview of modes that will be active, and the modes will also be translating into the DCV. So these are modes that are going bye-bye, is Supremacy, Countdown, Lockdown, Breakthrough, Doubles, Momentum Control, and Scorched. Okay, expect Momentum Control and Scorched to return from DCV at some time during year four. I'm sorry, what, Control's, not, control's going away? Uh, monumental, uh, mon, mon, uh, momentum control is going away. Oh, momentum control. Okay. Yeah, momentum control. But it's not going away that that long. It'll be back out Listen. in year four. Uh, keep going. Because uh, my my thought my thought process is you're getting rid of so much because it it pulls people into only using so many maps. So now, of course, you'll find games quicker because there's less games to right, go right. around. They said, yeah, they said right. that. It makes there. sense. Yeah. In case you're not clear, though, uh, from above, the Trials of Osiris experience is not imp uh, impacted by any of the content we're moving for into DCV this year. The Lighthouse will continue to be available to those who are able to complete the flawless. Okay, Rages, uh, Raids and Dungeons. No dungeon will be rotating into DCV this November as all dungeons hosting destinations will remain active in the game year four. Note the Prophecy Dungeon will become temporarily unavailable the brief period to allow our team to make necessary technical update. Expect details on dates and timing soon. Uh, so nothing's getting rid of the dungeons. What available dungeons are Shadow Throne, Pit of Heresy, and Prophecy. Okay, so Dreaming City Moon. Uh, and then, like Strikes, raids follow simple vault rules as a destination enters the DCV. Uh, so To Do does its raids. Okay, so Leviathan, Eaters, Eater of Worlds, Spire of Stars, Scourge of the Past, and Crown of Sorrows are all going bye-bye. So, um, on top of that, the exotic quests. As content enters the DCV, there is also some exotic quests that can obviously no longer be completed in the original forms. Those quests will be retired by November 10th, and incomplete progress will be abandoned. If, uh, if you want to acquire these exotics via original quests, 
do so prior to the end of the seasons of arrivals right and there's a there's a, a huge list of of guns i won't read them off but like fight a tool rat king last word ace of spades uh jotun uh izagi's burden thorn truth bad juju there's a lot of them there right so those uh they're not going bye-bye but they're not going to be in the game to do the actual quest line or the, the mission that you have to do. So it'll probably be just like a random drop or Zerg will sell it. or It'll be another way of getting it. I, that happened to me when um, the Thunderlord came out back when, right? I missed the week or two weeks that it was out to do the mission. And then it just dropped for me, you know, in the, in the world, right? So it says none of these legacy exotics are, are being retired from Destiny 2. The original acquisition journeys are simply entering a DCV alongside the supporting destination and activities content. Uh, we still want the new exciting players to be able to earn these legacy exotics. So starting year four, any exotic tied to the quest has been vaulted, like those listed above, will now become available through a new uh, memorial kiosk, uh, sauteed among other vault kiosks in the tower. So basically they're doing the exact same kiosk system they did in D1 back way back in the when. They're going to bring back the, uh, the iPhones. The, the iPhones on the walls, that. yeah. Have the information later this season on now how the exotic archive works. Okay, and now you can be asking, hey, what about the catalysts uh, previously acquired through the content and the new uh, now in DCV? Here's a list of catalysts that are going to be DCV, will be unavailable to earn starting on season 12. So the catalyst of Bad Juju, the Huckleberry, uh, the Burden, the Legendary of uh, Acarus, uh, Polis Lance, Skyburner's Oath, Sleeper Stimulant, Telesto, the Telesto, the Outbreak Perfected, Whisper of the Worm, and World Line Zero. All these catalysts are going bye-bye. Um, so if you have these catalysts already, equip, the, equip an objective completed. You can now continue using them at your leisure. If you already have the catalyst within the asterisk, make sure you finish and complete the, the necessary objective to apply, as the objectives will no longer be available at the end of the season to arrive. All right, so there you go. Uh, what goes... What goes away when the destination is vaulted? Uh, destination enters DCV or PVE content will no longer be available. Explicitly, this includes uh, they're unique. So it gives you a whole list. If you guys want to know more about this here, I'll, I will put the content in the chat so you can go read uh, that for yourself. But yeah, so what do you think about this, Sarge? What do you, what do you think about this? Uh, well, go ahead. We have time. So what do you think about the vault okay. system that's happening? All right, so... There's two different there's two different conversations happening in my head right now. All right, so let's go let's go to the stuff that they're getting rid of. All right, so I'm going along with what they said. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have this conversation as I believe with Noseworthy and and uh, the Kevin Smith guy said. Ah, I call him. <laughs> Luke Smith. Luke Smith. Right. Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. Luke Smith. Right. Yeah. 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 I got it. All, all he needs is a trench coat. Same dude. Okay. So. I understand that they have to get rid of stuff because it's too much. The game's too big. I'm going with their statements. I, you, you guys all know, if you've been watching the podcast, how I feel about the whole too big thing. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I'm going with their side. The game's too big, right? So we're going to get rid of probably about 60% of the game as we know it right now, right? We're going to get rid of 60% of the game, and then I'm going to put in Europa and the Cosmodrome Zone. Well, and not all the Cosmodrome, just, say, just, just slow dripping just the it. slow dripping it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Cosmodrome zone, the first little area, right? Because you're going to give us those strikes back. So we're going to subtract, I think it was like eight or nine strikes, and we're going to put in four, right? Something like that. So my question is, 
is the content as it's going to be released right now coming into November, is that content after you go through the story and then do the repeatable game loop, is that going to really hold you over until the next major piece of content? Because the, the reason why the game got, got bigger and people were not as quick to complain about the game being repetitive or boring or, or just not enough stuff to do was because the sandbox got bigger, right? And so as an individual uh, thought, you're like, well, I don't really feel like doing what's over on this side. I'm going to hang out in Dreaming City and Tangled Shore for this week. I feel like doing because I don't want to see that shit anymore. I don't want to look at IO or Mars. I just want to look at it. So you got a choice to go over there. So now what you're doing is you're getting rid of everything except the four planets left. You got Earth, Moon, uh, Europa, Nessus, Tangled Shore, and Dreaming City. Yeah. Okay? And so that's all we're going to have. So now I can't really decide to go anywhere else. I got to be in this zone. This is where I got to be. Mm -hmm. I got to be here. Right? So now for the people that have been in the trenches for six years, staring at these planets the whole time, and now you're getting rid of half of them. So now I have to stare at the same two planets over and over again. I'm curious to know what other how do i say this nicely what other qualities of life are going to be added to the game that's going to keep me busy after i do the three four hour campaign of europa what is going to hold me there afterwards that's what i'm concerned about now if getting rid of 60 percent of the game is going to make the game run better which i don't think it's going to do that i just think it's going to you know, the, the the waiting for doing activities will be less waiting because everyone's focused in the same zones now. But the new systems will allow Destiny to breathe as, like, I press the menu button and the menu actually opens as opposed to pressing the menu button and staring right, at right. a load screen, a blank screen, until it feels like loading, right? So you... I remember when we first played the game that if I wanted to change something on the fly, I just put myself behind a rock, change the gear, yeah, push and it. continue playing. Yeah, right. You're done. In, you're nowhere, done in like 15 seconds. We're done. We're nowhere near that. So my concern is, it's going to be a system shock to the player base, and not to everybody, because the people who have been playing Destiny and then stopped playing, and because they wait for like things like Europa to come out, right? The new content's out. I'm going to play Destiny, and then when I'm done with that. I'm done with Destiny. That, that, that's what they do, right? I do the campaign, I do a little bit of whatever, and I'm out. The people who are in the trenches, people who are, who are the hobbyists who are playing this game every week, doing their homework, right? What is the game loop going to consist of that's going to hold me to the four zones I now have left? That's my concern. Now, they keep talking about this other stuff that's happening, these other things that are happening in the game. Like, that's what I'm more interested in when we get closer to the release date. I want to know what those are. Mm. I want to know what you guys are going to do to make this game a little bit more interesting. Because to me, bringing back a D1 strike, I don't give a damn about. Because 30 and I have said at the beginning, at the very beginning of D2, when they said that everything's going away, all your guns are gone, we're starting over, we said right then that they would be bringing back D1 into your face and make you pay for it. And you're going to like it, right? And here we are. They've slowly put in, exotics came back, the other missions came back. Now we're getting D1 strikes coming back. Now, of course, it's not stuck in as like you're paying for D1, right. but it's Europa, and they put D1 in there. Like, right? Right. So it's like, okay, I'm paying for Europa. 
and you're paying for D1. Like, we said this. We said this in the beginning. So now, <laughs> I don't like the fact that they may be doing the least possible effort for the most possible game this far in the life cycle of D2. I understand that the content is hard to come by and it's hard to make, but I'm not just talking about the actual, like, the levels. Even the levels in the skyboxes, yeah, they look amazing. What I'm talking about is the mechanics in the game and the game loops that are present in the game currently after six years, and there's been no change of, like, to do something different to make it a little bit more interesting it's just the same things. I want the guys making mechanics that made those um, exotic quests. I want those guys making more content because the, the game loop that's been happening, it doesn't matter that the backdrop is different and I'm killing a different guy, right? It matters what the game loop becomes, right? Because once you finish the campaign, the game loop is what counts. And if the game loop is not good and it's just the same, except we're on Europa, you know, it's not going to have longevity. You're going to play through the campaign, do a couple things, and you're out. And so now we are waiting. We are waiting for the hype trailer that explains what the hell is going to happen yeah. that's going to keep us interested. I I get it. It's a new class. I get it. I feel a little tingly every once in a while. I'm going to throw an ice bomb and want to crash through them with my super slide shotgun. I get it. It's going to be badass. But it can only be badass for about two months Three months tops if you if you if you're a casual gamer and you're and you're done with it and then what it just becomes another class, right? And it's not like you're going to be bouncing between classes. And the only reason why you would be bouncing between classes is because inevitably somewhere in the homework assignments, it's going to tell you that you have to have solar on in order to complete this mission. <clears throat> Otherwise, you're going to be rocking darkness the whole time, right? You'll be rocking darkness until you're blue in the face. Whatever the leveling system is to unlock the darkness stuff, you're going to be in it until it's all unlocked. You're not going to be bouncing between stuff like, oh, today I'm going to use Void. Fuck no. I'm going for darkness all the way until you level the whole thing up. You want to see what it all can do. That, so what do we do? That, what do we do at the end of this? That Well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm smashing things with Hulk is what I'm doing. right? So Buck, Buck actually brings up a good point, right? With with the beer bug happening, right? The beer the beer bug um is delaying games more and more, right? And if you look at what Destiny has, they left Activision just what, eighteen months ago? It was what twelve uh they left in January of twenty nineteen. Right? Yeah. It's been like nineteen months, right? Nineteen months since they left. If they started working on this content Day one, they've put enough time into this, this content that's coming out now as much as they did for the other original Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 and all the other stuff, right? This is their... The difference, though, is they need to slow drip this more to get this content to its full potential by the next the next Witch Taken Queen or whatever the hell the, the, the Witch Queen... I, I, I agree with you. Now, because, because I think that if they want to keep a secret, they can... Now remember, there was no leaks about Dreaming City when that when Forsaken came out. You played Forsaken, you got a new zone, the Tangled Shore, and you were going through the campaign. When they gave you Dreaming City at the end, and you're like, 
what? Yeah, I thought I that got was the coolest. Yeah. Level? It opened right. up the whole everybody, thing. Everybody went ape shit. Now, I applauded that. I thought that was an awesome move. Awesome. Now, my feeling is, in order to get the player base to hang on longer after you took away 60% of the game, the only way that can happen is you have to have that wow moment one more time. And I'm going to put my foot down again, and I'm going to say, behind Europa, there's another planet. I'm telling you, that's the way it's going to have to be. It can't just be a shadow keep. This cannot just be a shadow keep. This has to be Europa, story, conflict. There's going to be a twist, and then Ganymede is coming in. Another planet behind Europa is going to open up, and something else is going to happen. You think they're going to do something for, like Forsaken? It's got to be. It's got to be. It I, cannot I look be. At, I look at Europa. It cannot be, be another shadow key. No, I, I, that's exactly be. what it's going to be. I think it's going to be Europa. Is going to be like the moon, right? It's going to be the top surface or whatever you're doing, and then there's going to be like a whole internal twine stuff inside the actual maybe, Europa. Maybe not a full planet, but maybe like it'll be Europa and then like another Mercury-sized planet. But something's in the background. No, I, I think I it's going to be another shadow keep, 100. I don't know, man. You can't hold. You can't get rid of 60% of the game and bring in a shadow keep to hold me over for a year. Here, it ain't going to work. Here's the best part, right? So if you're an Xbox player, you get to play this for free on Game Pass, right? But there's something going to be off because if you if you buy the was it the $40 version, correct me if I'm wrong, chat. If you buy the $40 version, you get you get the season $10 season section, right? Season 14 and you get the game or is it 50 bucks is it 40 for the game and then 10 dollars for the whatever it is i know that's 10 dollars more if you're just playing on game pass you're just gonna play europa right and the cosmodrome and then it's gonna feel less because it's gonna be barricaded behind it's gonna be barricaded behind right you know what i'm saying it's gonna be barricaded behind where other people are doing quests and stuff you're like oh yeah this season is pretty good and you're like no 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 is it the season or the dlc Right, because they may, they merged it together. Shadow Keep and Season uh, Eight were all together, so it it felt bigger than it was. Shadow Keep wasn't that big, to be honest. Right, it wasn't. It's the moon. It was just the, it's moon. the moon. But the the season with the Vex attacking on the moon and then going to do the boss, it made it feel like a bigger, a bigger DLC, and it really wasn't. Okay, but okay, going along with games in the pipeline. The last six months before a game comes out are the final stretches. The last six months is the final stretch. The last three months is all polish. Okay, last six months, that means the content of Europa and what's been going on was worked on from the time they got rid of Activision all the way up to COVID already started. All right, you had a whole year of working on this content. It's not like COVID put the brakes on the whole map of Europa and what was happening in Europa, right? The last six months, most of the game is done. You're doing, you're finishing stuff off. You're polishing stuff off. The last six months is like the end game. It's not the beginning. You're not in the middle scrambling. So I don't believe it can be just a shadow keep. Not this release. Oh yeah, I know. Because it has I, to be. It has to be small release, big release. Not small release, small release. It can't be. Oh no, this right? is the, this this is the new way. That's gonna be. That's gonna be the surprise. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, there's going to be something I, I else that happens right. after Europa. I hope you're right. I hope there is a, a a Dreaming City moment. I honestly think Dreaming City was everyone doesn't. There's there's two there's two slices of, of this pie, right? 
some people are like dreaming city is like some of the best content since taken king right and then other people are like eh, there's really nothing there but just going through the process and then that opens up and you didn't know it opened up that's what was right. cool about it right and yeah. i i agree with you 100 if, if they can make europa and there's something other after europa like opens up sort of like division division you play the whole campaign and then bam the dark tusks come in right there's a whole new enemy faction that you you go against and there's other things to do it, it completely changes the game even though it's the same game i think if destiny did something like that be cool i'm waiting to see what what avengers does what they're the way they're doing their stories right but destiny and, and I, all, I hope there's something behind it i hope there is i don't i i i, I don't think we're waiting until uh whatever the next major release is before we fight somebody new i'm tired of fighting the same guys there's gotta be a new race to fight now oh no you're just, not getting that the, I'm telling something's got to happen here, man. Something's got to happen. <laughs> you got to have the wow moment. If, if it's just another shadow, just keep, remember, you're not holding on to this population. Just, man. just remember, it. Her name is Destiny. She's a stripper. Yeah, she I get you it. Back. Man. Hey, come back with me to the champagne room. Oh, that's the yeah. song's over. Get back out to the regular, regular population. Okay. Uh, it's got to have. Next, it's here comes the next pop. song. Here comes <laughs> the next song. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 they're they're good. They are good about they are good about keeping a secret when they need to. Nobody knew about Dreaming City. Nobody knew about that stuff. It was never leaked. They probably had everybody in the room. They said if anybody says anything, takes a picture of anything, you're fucking gone. Right? A threat had to come out. There's no way. Yeah, they're, they're, it's. I look. Please, it's, Weezy, it's no. Been, it's been out. It's been out for six years. I see a duck. I'm calling a duck. A duck That's is a fine. duck. Six years. They haven't changed their MO. They haven't surprised us in any way, shape, or form. Okay? It's the same. They don't I know it's for the same. They have over a million people playing this game daily. They don't, they don't need, care. They don't need to fix they don't it. Need it. They, they don't need to fix right. it. Right. right. I, I agree with that, too. If, if you don't need to fix it, you won't. Right. I, you're right. You won't see the darkness until year three years from now right they're gonna they're gonna oh, oh blue ball hey that's, that's <laughs> what they're doing they're gonna drag you along that's exactly what's gonna happen okay destiny stripper girlfriend perfect name hell you. six years six years and you still don't know shit you still don't know shit you barely know her parents okay you don't know anything about her just know she's a damn good stripper that's it pretty Hot, good looking. Keeps you interested. That's it. All right. Next, next, uh, next story. All right, we got Disney. Let's talk about Star Wars. And eight. All right, Disney Star Wars games. There's a whole bunch that um, there's a whole bunch that got uh, delayed. Right, canceled. And canceled. Not delayed. Canceled. D didn't even know they even they even existed. Okay. So. I'm not going to read the whole article, right? I'm just going to tell you that there's games, and then me and Star are going to discuss why we think that they get... Why does Star Wars have so many games that get canceled, okay? So, in a game subgenre is usually defined by a few strong games leading in the pack, and obviously the example is that the Soul-like genre, which are games are familiar to difficulty in design and philosophy based on Dark Souls franchise, okay? Metrovania, in other words, due to the world structure, and one of them got un unhurledly. Okay. Though the Star Wars games, many of them would agree that the prior the Star Wars Jedi 
uh, Fallen Order, Star Wars games had generally fallen to the wayside. Battlefront was a solid shooter for franchise, but it's not what uh, would want what people wanted, right? Kotor RPG. So, and they wanted like they wanted a new RPG of Kotor. They wanted thirteen thirteen from Project Ragtag, and it actually existed. All right, so these are games canceled. Star Wars games, okay. One of them was called Star Wars Return of the Jedi Ewok Adventures as a game for the Atari that was actually completed but never saw the release due to the highly difficulty or high difficulty of players would have to control an Ewok belonging to the Hang Glider Corps on the mission to destroy the shield generator. So basically it was the it was the um it was the uh Battletoads board, right? It was so hard that they couldn't beat the Ewoks hanging from a hang glider to beat the shield generator, so they canceled the game. Right? It was so hard. That's why that one got canceled. Okay. Star Wars First Assault was canceled due to Disney's purchasing of Lucasfilm. Not much is known about this and speculated as it's a, a Battlefield-esque type of game. Star Wars, Star Wars Outpost would have been a, an equivalent to Farmville for the franchise. It was canceled by Lucasfilm after a Q&A testing. Star Wars Attack Squadrons was an online browser space combat that... Uh, game that was canceled after five months of beta testing reportedly due to the development of the star wars game of another star wars game although at completely different scale many fans were likely left aching for the game similar to this star wars squadrons may be available to deliver okay star wars battlefield or battle of the sith lords would have allowed players to control maul uh and more of the thereof as fought of alongside darth talion and rule of the two being broken it seems that the game was also Canceled due to Disney's acquisition, but the studio itself wasn't fully informed until just before. Okay, so many of these games may not have been heard of, or at least in the larger public space. However, many of these games were able to cancel would have a possible steer Star Wars games in an all new direction. As many as known, the current Battlefronts are a spiritual successor to the originals and meant that the trilogy. Nonetheless, Star Wars Battlefront 3 was canceled in 2008. And then we also had that uh, Star Wars 1313 canceled. And then on top of that, we had Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 3 is not yet going or might never happen or whatever it is. So why is it, Sarge, that a, 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 an IP so in your in your thoughts and vision of like what what you think is happening? Why would a game like Star Wars and this is besides all the bad press that Star Wars has gotten the last five years. These were all canceled way before Disney bought them. And then right after Disney bought them in 2012, why do you think this is, why can't they make a good Star Wars game? But yet, Jedi Fallen Order comes out and it's like a smash hit. Yeah, but we, okay, we already talked about that and you already know all my feelings on that game. I think, I, I honestly believe, we're gonna, I'm going to answer two different questions here. I honestly believe that Jedi Fallen Order was a completely different game and they turned it into a Star Wars game. Like somebody had something put together and they said that we need a game and they were able to change the, the change the skins, change whatever else, give a lightsaber, change the combat up a little bit. But those things were from a different game. And the reason why I believe this is because nobody releases a Star Wars game without any fucking press. Okay. That game came out of nowhere. Just like Apex Legends came out of nowhere. Okay. The game appeared and was sold. There was no press at all. And there's no fucking way. A game that was planned from the beginning all the way to its fruition comes out and nobody knows about it, right? right. That's, that, that's that, okay? Now, if, if the time frame that we're talking about is from the time frame that EA has acquired 
licensing which was for 2012. Star Wars. Okay, if that's the case, then EA, in the midst of making all their millions of dollars for microtransactions and whatever the gaming market was chasing at that time, the Star Wars IP could not be fit into that into that space to cover what they wanted. So no matter what they were doing, they were like, A equals B equals C. Does your Star Wars game fit into this? And they go, no, it's a single-player game. Like, nope, don't want it. Not spending any money on it. Right? Yeah, but they, they had 1313, which was supposed to, to be like an Uncharted type of game, right? And that unknown no, no. name of that other one that, that they showed it. previews of. But they were chasing. They were chasing whatever was going on at the time. I would have to go back in time and look at the look at the the market for what it was, what games were coming out at that time. I'm telling you, they didn't want to spend the money for the amount of money that they believed that they, they were going to make on that game. Okay, that's how it starts off. They don't want to invest that much money in a game that they're, they're not sure that can make money. They know they can pump out Madden or FIFA and throw some microtransactions in. It's a billion dollars. Right. Right. Why would I spend as, as a business person, why would I want to spend 10 times more to make a game that's going to make 50% less? Right. I mean, yeah, we make profit on it. But why would I commit my team members to that? I could fire off some people because just keep pumping out this other stuff. I don't need to do it that way. Hmm. So those those factors factor in and then you have the complete destruction of star wars the the implosion of star wars in the last five years were the dumpster fire so they can't they can't fathom trying to market a game when the entire fan base of star wars is so torn that they don't know. I wouldn't buy a game if it came out right now. You know, no matter what it was, I'm like I don't know what the piece of shit. I don't, I don't give a shit about Star Wars. So they don't want to release in the middle of turmoil. So, in the midst of all the chaos, they were able to throw a hand grenade, and Fallen Jedi Order came out of nowhere. Okay, I, I applaud them. I applaud them just as much as I applaud Apex Legends coming out of nowhere, and being a and being one of the the highest grossing games at the time it came out. Right, it's a hail mary, and There's... it worked. Right, we're waiting. For EA to give up the fucking license. There's seven I games. I want somebody else. I want somebody else making Star Wars IP. Since since, since Disney bought the IP and since they required Lucasfilm, there's been seven games that are that are canceled, right? And they don't even bring up. There's actually eight because there was a Boba Fett game that never came out. Okay, that that got canceled. Then there was the Mall game. Then there's Project Ragtag, that one that's like Uncharted. Then there's 1313, right? Um, Star Wars Force Unleashed 3, I guess, got canceled as well. Uh, they don't know if they're making a, a, a Knights of Old Republic 3, because right now yeah. EA's got the the rights for EA. Or I mean, I'm sorry, EA has the right. Yeah, EA has the rights for EA. No, EA has the rights for, for Star Wars to make games, and BioWare wants to make a Star Wars KOTOR. They, they said, that we want to make the KOTOR. We want to make the next KOTOR. But I don't yeah, know what's EA- happening. But EA now gets to say, "Oh, oh, don't worry, uh, Disney. Uh, we 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 made Fallen Order and the Squadron game. We know what we're doing now. Right. We pump these games out right, real, right next to each other. Right? We're making Star Wars games. Give us the license. We're going to do real well on it again. That's that's why these games came out as fast as they did. Okay? That's why these games came. Yeah, out. but it's really because funny. They want to they want they want to make sure that they're able to get the license again. Right? Well, I, I think it's funny because they they said they did." EA is the one that said we don't want to make single player games. And yet here comes Jedi Fallen Order and it was a huge success, right? I mean, I would love I would love a game like like a like a Fallout 
or even like an Uncharted, but in the Star Wars universe. And I'm not talking Fallout 76. I'm talking Fallout, right? Like Fallout. Uh, I would love a game like that in the Star Wars universe. Just like I said, if Destiny was Transformers or Star Wars, it would be be amazing. Can you imagine Destiny as Star Wars? Just Destiny as Star Wars. It would work the same way. Exactly the same, but people would like it more because they're in that universe that they know of, right? They're part of that. They're part of that universe then, right? So, I don't know. I just think it's. I think it's very strange that all these. Some of them, the mall, the mall one we looked at a couple months ago. I think we had a screenshot of it. It looked phenomenal, right? It looked absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and same with thirteen thirteen. Thirteen thirteen looked amazing. And then the ragtag project where we saw the that guy walking out of the bar and then the the tie fighters flying up. We were like, what the fuck is that? That that sold us. Just that one scene for literally five seconds. We were like, I want that game. And they're like, they worked on it for three years and then they canceled it. And they said, well, we don't want single-player games. Well, and then they come out with Jedi Fallen Order. Well, listen, like I said, the, the, the resources used to make that game over a three-year period, when they canceled it, they didn't evaporate into the air. All those resources are somewhere on a hard drive someplace. Right. Right. Anytime, anytime they want to sit down and discuss making a Star Wars game, if I have five canceled Star Wars games, I got enough seven. fucking material. To, well, okay, seven. If I cancel seven Star Wars games, I got enough to make a fucking full game just by putting all those resources together. I'm pretty sure I could, right? So the the point is, is they want to hold on to the license, right? And I guarantee you when Squadrons comes out, and I'm sure it's going to do well, I'm not supporting EA anymore for reasons you guys already know, okay? I'm not supporting it. I'm sure the game will be great. But if that game does well, they have a really good shot of getting to keep the license again for another fucking eight years or so, whatever kind of yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I think they wanted an for. extension for like six years or something like that. Right. Right. I want somebody else making a Star Wars game. I I, th- I think Disney should right. open it up. They should just open it up. Say, sorry, EA, you had your shot. We'd like to open it up like it was in the past. Lucas, Lucas, like, you want to make a game? Sure, sure. Go ahead and make a game. Right. They didn't care. Just pump it out. Right. You're going to have you're going to have shitty products and you're going to have good products. Yeah. Number. It's a numbers game. Gaming. Gaming is a numbers game. Uh, Weezy says a story behind Ragtag wasn't it that they didn't have anything to work on by the time they had to show off a presentation for according to Jason. Char- I don't know. I, I was watching a podcast. I forget what podcast it was. And one of the developers that was working on the game talked about how they had a almost finished game. The game was almost completely done. Uh, they said they had some really cool, you know, cinematics and stuff like that. There was this one scene where he's running through a, a, a town and the adats walking after him and shooting him and it was like a it switched from a from like a first person to back behind him like a sort of like a uh, a banjo banjo whatever banjo kooie whatever that one it is um banjo kazooie banjo banjo kazooie thank you very much where the the boulders like running like falling after him and stuff like that so they said they said it was amazing and it was so so heartbreaking because the actors that were on it and the voice actors that was on it, it was amazing. They said that it was like a fe- it was like a feature film, and yet it got it just got tossed away. And then some of those guys went on to go work on to Avengers, right? So that a lot of the crew that left that 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 studio went over and started making uh, stuff for for Crystal Dynamics. So they, that's where they fell uh, to because they're in San Francisco as well. So I, I mean, don't know. Let's think. You gotta think of the. You gotta think of the the product line for what had happened, right? Fallen Jedi Order was piecemealed together from something else, turned into a Jedi game, and it did really well. Squadrons took a piece of a game out of the game, 
souped it up, made it more technical yep. and more more transactional bull, and that game's going to do well. Yeah, and they were able to knock these two games out in less than three four years. Right, short time. Okay, so that means to that, right that means to me that they're they want to make sure they hang on to the license. That's the important thing here. Those games were not talked about until they're almost out. Like oh, like the game is coming out, and we're talking about it now. Squadrons was mentioned a brief moment some time ago, but like it's coming out before the end of the year. Right? Just like right. Jedi Fallen Elven when it came out, coming right out. So at this point, what are we supposed to think? That they, they the EA had a long-term plan to make a squadrons game and a fallen a fallen Jedi order single player game after the guy got up on two stages in E3 and said, people don't like single player games. Why would we make them? Right. Right. Okay, so that was said publicly, but secretly you were making a single player game in order to satisfy all your fan base, right? Does that make sense? No, it does not, right? You can't bullshit me. I pay attention. Yeah, but the majority of the population doesn't pay attention. So, all right. Next story Goldfish I want to talk brain. about. Next story I want to talk about. I'm looking for it. Where is it at? Where is it at? We watched it last night and I don't have it. There it is. So this is just a this is a fun little thing, right? So this is a uh, we're about to go into Marvel. We're about to talk into Marvel, right? So this guy who does deep fake like videos on his YouTube channel took Tobey Maguire, Kristen Dunst, and uh, the cast of the original Spider Man, okay, and then took their faces and then made a deep fake video inside the new Spider-Man game on the PlayStation 4. And I thought this was, was, was crazy. I'm not going to play the actual music or anything like that, or the song. But deep fake created by uh, BabyZone. So as you can see, if you, I'll, I'll put the link in the channel afterwards. And the best that you guys think can do, because we're watching a video on this podcast, it'd be nice if you guys click on the link, go over there, give them thumbs up, sub, whatever, comment, something. I interact with with the person's video. I mean, look at this. That is Kristen Dunst inside of Spider-Man. Now, when I played Spider-Man, I didn't like I didn't like the character that they had for her. And I was like, I was like, man. And this guy took her face and put it literally in the game, and it's amazing. It's amazing the technology that people can do. Okay. Not only with just taking someone's face and putting it on someone else's body, okay, but taking someone's face and then putting it in a video game. That wasn't actually in the game. Okay. It's absolutely mind-boggling to me. And it's so beautiful. Look at look at Toby Maguire's face. Look at it. It's amazing. And this is one guy in his house using a computer and then just recreating stuff and making trailers and stuff. He has a whole bunch. He has uh Burt Reynolds as James Bond. He has Ewan McGregor as um uh Obi-Wan. Obi -Wan. He has uh Jesus. Tom Selleck as Indiana yeah. Jones. Tom Selleck as Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford as himself, like Solo in, in Solo. Solo. In Solo, right? It looks amazing. It looks absolutely amazing. So I just wanted to bring this up, right? There's there's something about there's something about the technology of this, which is which is crazy to me. That people don't you can't believe anything. Anything you see anymore on the internet in a picture form or anything. Yeah, Will Smith is Neo. Yeah, we watched that as well. Uh, it, it's absolutely mind-boggling. Here, I'll, I'll put the link in, 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 the, in the channel. 
uh go over there hit up hit him up hit the, th the like you're gonna go down the black hole you're you're going to watch the other videos i guarantee it when you're when you're there so make sure you give him thumbs up and stuff like that he does really cool cool work he actually shows you some of the work he does with princess leia he takes he takes Carrie Fisher's face from the original Star Wars and then implements it into Rogue One and then shows you how he did it and stuff like that in the video. It's it's pretty cool stuff. So the reason I'm bringing this up, though, technology, Mark Hamill just signed, potentially, it's a rumor, but he just signed his rights over to Lucasfilm, right? Like, he's done. He says he's done because of Kathleen Kennedy and stuff like that. Uh, he, he's been open about that, so that's fact, right? He's just He just was pissed off of what they did to Luke Skywalker in the in the trilogy, and he was just like, you fucked it up, I'm done. But you can tell he still cares, and yes, he signed his, if he did this, I, I believe he's coming from a good place, right? Because he knows if he doesn't do it, they're going to make some stupid fucking looking thing, and he won't be Luke Skywalker anymore. They'll, they'll recreate Luke Skywalker. So if he gave the rights to his likeness and looks, then Lucasfilm can create something like this, something like the it's not deep fake technology but it's it's like it right it's 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 cgi where they can make mark hamill look like he's young and maybe make the movies at the the you know the the the, the adventures of luke skywalker or whatever series on disney plus or whatever it is right and maybe he just voices it maybe he doesn't voice it at all but his likeness is sold right so he gets paid gives him the thing and Make Luke, Skywalker Luke Skywalker lives on. However old they want in whatever movie they want. Right, whatever whatever they want. So, I, I don't know. I'm a movie guy, and I, I love the technology that's doing. The deep fake thing freaks me out. I, I respect it as a, as a software and the technology, but fuck, man. You can't believe anything anymore. Like, you can could, you could make someone look like they were being assassinated in real life, in real time, and it would take someone with a trained eye to actually see... It's getting really freaking good, though. It's getting really, really good. Uh, pretty much the ambassador of Star Wars. So it's, uh, it'd be dumb to take him out of the, of, of the series. And that's what I'm saying, Buck. I think, I think he knows, like, look, if I don't do this, then they're just going to cast some new person to be Luke Skywalker. And then, yes, he's still the original Skywalker. But then you have what happened in Solo. Like, the guy, is, he's a good actor. Adrian's a good actor. But he's not Harrison Ford. And if you see this... If you see the video of him with Harrison Ford, let me go to let me go to this YouTube channel real fast. I, I gotta show you Harrison Ford as solo. It's absolutely mind-boggling. It's absolutely mind-boggling. Let me uh let me bring this up real fast. Where is it? He, he has so much he has so much work that he does. Oh, maybe it maybe it wasn't even him that did the uh did he do the Harrison Ford one? Maybe he didn't. He does a whole bunch of stuff. The, I Let me, think it was the same dude. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, you'll you'll go you'll go down the the black hole. Yeah, look at look, look at this. Okay, this is solo. This is this is solo. That's Harrison Ford's face on Adrian's body in Solo. Why couldn't they do? Why couldn't they do this originally? Why does it take some dude in his house, in his basement, to take someone's face and then put it on this thing? Do you, do you see what I'm saying? There's a, there's a scene here that they go side by side. You know what I mean? 
this this is this is uncanny, unreal, and I love the technology. And I I just I'm just baffled why they couldn't do this originally. I actually said this when Solo came out on this podcast. I said, why didn't they just cast or do CGI over the guy's face? Like he's still the actor, he's acting, but put Harrison Ford on Solo's body. Like use his face. Look at it. Yeah, we, have, we haven't got flawless. we haven't got to that point yet. We, we we haven't got there yet. The contracts haven't caught up with this kind of technology. I mean, it's, it's come on, good stuff. Anyway, let's talk about let's talk about my new my new my my new love, my future love. Okay, this thing's got me smitten. Okay, smitten, Sarge. I'm I'm smitten by the Avengers game. I can't stop thinking about this goddamn game. And tomorrow morning, I'm going to jump back into a beta that I've already put 52 hours in. Into a beta I put 52 hours in, okay? The game comes out. It's already worth 60 bucks to me because I already got 52 hours already into the beta, which is one-seventh of the actual game, okay? That's how, that's how diving in I'm into this game, okay? That's right, Bunny. I can't. I can't stop talking about it, okay? I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm, uh, six years ago, this was Destiny. Six years ago, this was Destiny. This is how I was before I streamed, guys. When I, when Destiny came out, I was obsessed with Destiny. I was like, oh, the possibilities of what they could do with this game and do all this stuff, right? And they blew it three months in. This could happen again. It could happen again, okay? I started this podcast because of Destiny, okay? Now I'm starting a new podcast because of Avengers, okay? So, this game has the potential of being, I mean, they, they have to do what Destiny and Division and Anthem and Warframe have not done before. I feel like this game, because it's the Marvel Universe, it's like endless possibility of characters they can add and the way they're adding the characters, way they're, way they're implementing thing, right? So, I'm gonna bring up, I'm gonna bring up a, uh, a picture here. And I figured this out. This is how much of a grind this game is going to be, Sarge. It's going to be, it's going to be insane. Okay, let me bring this up. This is a picture of this is the 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 faction. Okay, this is the faction, and you look at this. And when I first looked at it, I was like, "Well, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why there's a." 42, a 37, a 4, a 130. I was very confused by this when I first looked at it. And we saw this two months ago. Two months ago in the war table, and we just looked at it and went, yeah, okay. And I started looking at it today, and a light bulb went off. I went ding, ding, and someone in chat was like, yeah, you're looking at Captain America. And I was like, I was like, well, how do you know? And I was like, oh, this is Hulk's symbol. This is Black Widow's symbol. This is Iron Man's symbol. This is Miss Marvel's symbol. This is Thor's symbol. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. So... You guys look at this picture and go, well, it's just a picture of a vendor. I've just broken down the whole storyline basically by just looking at these pictures because the first people you played in the beta, and you know Kamala and Hulk are the first people that you get into the actual game. Well, they're at a level somewhere up in the 130s during this time when you're Captain America looking at the vendor. Okay, so Hulk is 130. Miss Marvel's 130. Then you look at Iron Man and Black Widow, respectively, 38 and 45, meaning Black Widow's unlocked before Iron Man, and Iron Man comes after Black Widow, right? Because of the spacing of the of the level. And then you look at you look at Thor, it's level four. Now, let me go to the other picture real fast because this 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 one really tells it. 
okay? Because Captain America is level 35, okay? Which is which is interesting because he he's the last character you unlock. We know this. Okay. And I was like, well, why is this level 10 down here is legendary, but you need a faction required for 45. Okay, I can't unpause this as a still. But when you hover over the 10, it says up here, it says faction rank required 45. Okay, instead of 46 on this one. And I was like, well, that's weird. He's only a faction two. You can see that the, the two up here is a, is a faction level two. And I was like, well, that's crazy. So Hulk is faction rank high enough because his blue is unlocked. Right, and Black Widow is high enough faction ranking because she's at 42, okay, for, for this particular thing. But all the other characters are locked, meaning you have to level up every single character up that faction to unlock their stuff for that faction. Grindy, grindy, grind. Right? That's, that's grindy, and I love it. I love it because everyone's <laughs> like, well, that's, that's crazy. Well, that's stupid. Right? People are already saying that's stupid uh, in chat today because they're like, well, then I have to level up all those people. And that that sounds no, you don't. I was like, no, no you don't. You don't. You can. There's people that are just Iron Man fans that are just level up Iron Man. Right. You could play through the campaign and play through the campaign or you don't have to play through the campaign. The develop, you know, the developer said. But if you play through the campaign, you unlock the characters and you can level them up as you want. But if you just want to play one character, you can play up one character and you can just unlock certain things. There's three factions or more. And if you have to level up each faction with six different characters, and then you add a seventh and eighth and ninth and 10th and 15 and 22, and you're, you're two years into this game now with different stories on top of it with Hawkeye and black Panther and Spider-Man and all these other, I'm getting tingles in my arms. My, my spidey senses are going off here. Okay. Because this is amazing. We look at destiny and you're like, well, you have your hunter, your warlock and your Titan. But the problem with that is you have a faceless warlock, a faceless hunter, and a faceless titan. You don't care about anything about the story. With this, they're developing a story. Single player, third person, action adventure, cinematic story. Doesn't say it's a looter. Doesn't say it's a RPG. It doesn't say anything of those sorts. Okay? It says it's a single player, you know, cinematic, single player, third person action adventure game. That you, right? can, that you can play multiplayer with your friends. Right. That you can play co-op if you choose you never have to play co-op in this game at all you can do everything in the game minus i think the raid if i'm not mistaken i think the matchmaking for raid but you can do everything in the game with just your npcs and yourself okay or you can get a, you can get groups to do it okay <clears throat> this is this is your theory i don't this is not my theory breaking down what this what this picture shows okay it says it requires 46 Okay, up here it says two. So whoever this character is, which is Captain America, okay, you're ranked two right now with this particular can with, with with this particular guy, right? I mean, look at it. If you were ranked any higher, because blues are ranked would, probably it, like fifteen or twenty, it would be unlocked. Right, it would, it would be, would unlocked, be unlocked. Right. So why is this one thirty unlocked for Hulk, but this level eight is not unlocked for for Thor? You see what I'm saying? Because if if during if during the campaign you get them in staggered, then one character would be up higher than the other before you have to actually unlock them. Correct. That's why he's higher up. Correct. Right. I got you. So this says a lot without saying anything. Like you look at it and you're just looking, you break right. it down. 
right so i'm 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 excited about this i'm i'm excited about that the vendors are actually giving stuff and then the actual game when we're actually looking at the game map it's got i was like it, it has to have intentionality has to have intentionality and then if it if you look at the map it says if you want to pim pim gear okay it doesn't tell Do you if mission. it's range or melee or defense or or heroic it just says if you want a pim gear that do this level do this level and then you get it right and then if you want to get polychrons you go do the boss there's like boss chains it actually says boss chain and it's for certain factions and if you do certain missions for certain things you go up with certain factions it's a lot it's a lot and i know people are like the developer said you have no idea when you see this game when it launches it's gonna it's gonna open up you're going to play the campaign. It's just slowly going to open up and slowly open up and slowly open up. It's got hints of division in it as far as like the White House, the Hell Carrier and the Ant Hill in this game, which are the two like social spaces. I say social spaces, but it's not like you can have your friends come. You know, it's, it, it's like division. Your base, your base area. Right. So your base area, as you level up through the campaign or maybe you do certain missions, certain things will open up. And then the healthcare evolves over time. So much so that we know by just watching the war table that it went down and blew up in San Francisco. We know it's buried and they're repairing it. And then they show a scene with Thor later in the campaign that he's on top of the hell carrier and he lightning charges it so it doesn't hit the city. Okay, so we know at one point that the hell carrier that went down in San Francisco Bay is being rebuilt and you're using it in the campaign flying which is going to be pretty cool can you move it can you move it around the world is it just in set places who knows right speculations but i'm very excited what this game's doing just story-wise the story-wise overall and i, I know I, I talked about this on my stream this week that there's there's comic book guys there's marvel cinematic universe people okay and then there's this game and this game is taking things from here and here but it's not grounded in any of those things it's their own original story with these characters with these things right so you played it this past weekend what did you think what's your first impressions of the game um mechanically the moves are good it makes you feel powerful i know a lot of people complained because they felt like their characters were weak but because of the way the game is structured can't have your guy start off super powerful to begin with. It has to be incremental power to give you a reason why you're leveling up your character, right? If people want to be the Hulk right away, Super Hulk, then go play Marvel's Avengers on a different system or play the Capcom versus Marvel game and play that game. Right. But in order for it to be an incremental, an incremental power grind, make yourself feel powerful so you feel like you're doing something, your guy starts off with very little moves. You learn to do the moves. The more skill points you have, it unlocks different moves. In turn, lets you try to figure out what the combo should be. Right. Figure out your combo moves. And so they gave you enough to play with. I thought it was a decent amount of skill tree to, to play around with. I thought that, I think the camera, I, I agree with some of the other people that talked about it. I, I agree that the camera needs to come back a little bit 